Welcome, I'm Olivia Hall, and this is Reprint, your in-depth look at stories you need to know from the Temple News' print edition. On today's episode, we will talk with the Temple News Sports Social Media Manager, Chris Young, about how Temple should raise the meal equivalency cost to match rising national brand pricing. But first... We speak with Temple News' assistant sports editor Samuel O'Neill and assistant opinion editor Molly Fess about how some students have transferred out of Temple's main campus to other universities due to safety concerns. Hey guys, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Okay, so let's start talking about your article. Um, Why are students transferring and what are the concerns they have with Temple main campus safety? Yeah, I I think mainly students are transferring because of crime happening off campus. Um, In our story, we mentioned how from 2018 to 2022, um, the amount of shootings have happened in the University Patrol Zone, which is about a quarter mile off campus, has uh, nearly tripled. So um, the stats back it up, too. I mean, there's more crime happening. Obviously, there's some other factors go into it, like COVID and stuff. But um, if, if you're a student at the university, I mean, you see it on your phone or email or whatever, you get the TU alerts. Um, and they're, not all of those are shootings, obviously, not all of those are fatal, but it is still kind of concerning. And I think um, every student, every person's built differently and they can uh, handle more crime. Some people, I guess, it doesn't phase them as much, but some people, it really gets to their head. And I think the people we talked to transferred, it was affecting them. I think one person we talked to even said like it was affecting their social life because they didn't want to go outside. So yeah, I think people just, we're just not at ease, I guess. Um, and another thing I think thought was interesting is um, one of the people we interviewed said that they didn't think Temple was doing enough um, when it comes to like, she got robbed at gunpoint and she said she didn't really hear much from Temple. Um, so yeah, I, th- I thought that was interesting as well. So I think just kind of all of that combined is kind of the main reason. And I know in the article you get some statistics. So what percentage of students want to transfer because of safety concerns? Yeah, so we at Temple News, we ran a poll, I believe in November, just kind of gauging students' responses on campus safety as well as off-campus safety. And definitely one of the more alarming and kind of interesting statistics from that poll was that around 50% of students said that they would kind of consider transferring Um, or leaving Temple in like some capacity and I just think that that's really interesting you know that's a lot of people um, you know even though it's only 50% like that is still a lot Um, and I just would assume that it would be lower at other universities Um, so it's just a lot of public discourse and this was all kind of pulled as well before we had um, like those robberies off campus before we had um, the passing of uh, Sergeant Fitzgerald so I definitely think that those numbers may be even increased now, I would argue that. Um, but I definitely think that it's a number that is pretty alarming for like a college campus. There shouldn't be that many kids that want to transfer. Um, and you know, we hope that Temple is able to kind of come up with something, some kind of campus safety campus safety initiative to help students that maybe are um, you know considering that transfer after maybe this semester or if they maybe already transferred after last semester. Um, you know, hopefully they're kind of taking that number into consideration. So throughout the story, you can see there's a lot of voices and quotes from students. So can you give examples of how they feel about Temple safety? Because I know there was a lot of that in there. 
Yeah, I kind of touched on it a bit earlier, but um, I think Rachel Wilkerson was a, a student here a few years ago. She's at Maryland now, University of Maryland. Uh, hers, her story is interesting because she was actually robbed at gunpoint um, in front of her apartment. Um, obviously, she lived off campus, so um, she she moved. She so first she dropped out, and then she transferred to Maryland when the next sem semester of school started. So um, another specific. I I think we haven't obviously we didn't mention the story because we're still kind of it's still still recent. But obviously, the passing of Sergeant Fitzgerald. It's going to be interesting to see if anyone transfers because of that, or how many people are considering transferring. Um, I guess we'll kind of see how it plays out people might leave after the semester. It'll be interesting to see those statistics. Um, but yeah. I think too, for like the person I interviewed, I interviewed uh, Gia Pacheco and she transferred um, from Temple after like the, her fall 22 semester um, when she was a freshman. So she was dorming at uh, Whitehall on Temple's campus. But I mean, to a lot of students here at Temple, we know how far removed Whitehall is from campus. And that was definitely a large reasoning for her transfer. Um, you know, I wonder if like she was in Morgan or if she was in 1300 or whatever other dorm that there is, maybe closer to campus, if she still would have transferred. Uh, because definitely one of the big reasons, one of the biggest tipping points for her at least was seeing a shooting and an armed robbery kind of take place directly outside her dorm. Um, so I think that that is something that was really alarming for her and being so far removed off campus, even though she was still technically in on-campus housing um, was really like a wake-up call and realizing that she wanted to transfer. So, you know, that's also something like a question I definitely posed is I wonder if, you know, if she was on, you know, J&H or Morgan, would she still have considered transferring? I don't know. Um, but, yeah, that was definitely a very in uh, interesting circumstance with, with her. Another thing that I thought was interesting, too, was when, when we first started reporting on the story, I, I was kind of interested to see when students were transferring because of safety concerns, whether it was their idea or their parents' idea. Um, and we kind of found out that it was it was neither. It was kind of both of them. They, at least to the people, the three or four people we talked to, it was kind of a joint um, decision. A lot of the parents were very supportive of their um, kids leaving. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm sure there are in instances where um, parents are pulling their, their children out of temple and, and they don't want to go. But the people we talked to, they all, it kind of seemed like the parents and the students were all in agreement that it was best to move on. And like I said earlier, everybody's different, so um, the tipping point for each person is, is varying, but that was interesting to me as well. So for these students that experience violence or have seen it, uh, does Temple provide any resources for these students who experience the instances of violence? Yeah, one of our sources who was robbed at gunpoint didn't hear much from the Temple administration, that's kind of what she said in the interview, and then when we reached out to Stephanie Ives for kind of comment on that, she outlined this whole procedure that Temple typically follows um, after a student is a victim of a crime, whether it's on or off campus. So kind of how that's outlined was that, um, you know, Temple is supposed to immediately kind of provide outreach to that, to that student, so it's either like a call or a text or an email with different resources that includes like counseling, things like that in it. And then if there are any more requests or needs, Temple also works to accommodate them. And then you also have someone from the Temple uh, Police Department as well that can aid any student that goes through the criminal process. And they're also supposed to kind of contact a student's instructors, whether that's a teaching assistant, um, a research assistant, a professor, and to just kind of like 
fill them in on the situation that happened with one of their students just in case they may need any type of accommodations or anything like that, um, I guess, like, within the classroom. So although that was something that was kind of written and presented to us from Stephanie Ives, we did have one of our students kind of say that they didn't receive that kind of um, accommodation or, I guess, kind of, like, love that Temple kind of claimed that they provided to students. So whether or not it's true, you know, we definitely are not 100% sure because we have Mm -hmm. someone saying that, wasn't really the experience that they got while we're having kind of Temple have this whole procedure and outline for, you know, when something like this happens. Okay, lastly, from each of you, what was your biggest takeaway from reporting on the student transferring? Um, I think for me, like, obviously from my own experiences um, before writing the story and just being a student at Temple, I have never felt unsafe personally um, until, like, I guess all the stuff that's happened in the past few weeks with, with um, Sergeant Fitzgerald and then the shooting that took place um, before that in the fall semester so I think just kind of hearing other people's I guess experiences and just because I haven't personally been in a situation where I felt unsafe um, I guess I hadn't really thought about how serious and how like scared a lot of people really are so to, to hear from these people who felt like they had to, to move schools and they're obviously when, you, when you're in high school and you're choosing your college you don't just I mean, you're not just pulling out of a hat you're going somewhere that you really thought you were going to like and for them to feel so unsafe that they, you know, changed their entire college, their entire like course of, ultimately their career, because, I mean, where you go to college ultimately plays, you know, a factor in that. So it's obviously really serious, and it's not something I, I guess, understood to its fullest magnitude. I guess so. That was interesting for me. Yeah, I mean, so I'm somebody like I transferred to Temple after my freshman year, so I completely understand how difficult the transfer process is, and it's definitely a lot to take on. And I feel like. For somebody to truly decide that they want to go through that process, that they want to transfer the credits, and also at the same time, like, your credits may not transfer over, so you're also taking that risk. So it's definitely, I feel like, a very big situation, like a big move for any student that does decide they want to transfer because there's so many moving pieces that goes into it. So I feel like it just really emphasizes, like, the magnitude of this problem. If campus safety is so bad that it's making students go through this very daunting and often very difficult process I think that just speaks to kind of the um, I guess the urgency of the problem I would say so yeah I think it's really interesting I mean I have had friends that have been you know robbed at gunpoint but they've decided to stay at Temple you know I've been followed home from my apartment before so I definitely do see it firsthand but you know I really love Temple still and I think it's a great university, so I don't really foresee myself transferring or anything like that, but it was very interesting to hear from students that were very personally affected by this, or their parents were, to a point where they where they transferred, because you know it is such a big deal to transfer out of a university and, and into another one. Now, let's talk with Chris Young to find out why Temple should increase the cost of meal equivalencies. Hi, Chris. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Olivia. Really appreciate it. Yeah, so I'm really excited to talk about your piece. I know a lot of people are noticing also what you argue about, about how prices are going up. So can you start with giving a brief summary about it? Of course. So um, my story uh, pretty much is just talking about how I believe that Temple Dining really needs to raise the prices of their meal equivalencies because 
Um, I believe it was in Feb- the first week of February. Um, Temple Dining actually had a winter price increase, um, specifically at Chick-fil-A and some other restaurants as well. So when I saw that, um, I just kind of knew that even though I don't have a meal plan, I know that some of my roommates have meal plans, so they're affected by it too. And when I was a freshman last year, I knew I had to have a meal plan. So um, being able to afford the food was kind of big, especially when you're paying all this money for a meal plan. Yeah. And what, I mean, you kind of touched on this, but like, yeah, what inspired you? Did you just heard people or you kind of already answered this? That's okay. But you can say it again. Well, actually, to go into a little bit of a deeper story. So the first time that I saw the sign, I was with um, uh, assistant sports center, Javon Edmonds. Um, We were in line at the Chick-fil-A line because I was going to get a milkshake. I usually, I haven't really gotten Chick-fil-A in over a year. Um, It's just, I had it so much freshman year that it was kind of, I kind of got sick of it, but I was I was feeling a milkshake and he was going to get Chick-fil-A. So I'm waiting in the line with him. Um, they didn't have milkshakes, but when I was up and got to the front, we both realized that the prices went up for everything. So that's kind of when I started like questioning myself, like, why did this happen? Um, do other students know about this? Or is it only when you get to the front of the line after you waited 20 minutes of line for, for your food that you realize, oh, well, the prices went up. Well, I guess I'm going to pay it anyways. So that really made me uh, question like what Temple Dining was doing. And I had to reach out then and start the story. So, I mean, let's talk about why is it taking two meal swipes to purchase one meal? What's going on with that? Yeah. So currently the meal swipe equivalency is worth $9.25. So anything um, on a menu that's worth $9.25 or less is equivalent to one swipe. So when they moved the price up from it used to be nine twenty five for just like a basic sandwich combo at Chick Fil A, they moved it up with this winter imp- price increase. They moved it up twenty cents, so now it was nine dollars and forty five cents. So now it was above that nine twenty five. So you either had to use two meal plan swipes, or you would have to use um, a meal swipe and then diamond dollars for the other twenty cents. Um, but when I started interviewing other students, some of them really um, didn't realize that uh, they were getting charged for two meal swipes. So I thought that was really interesting that for those 20 cents, uh, like they were using a whole second swipe. So they were wasting nearly $9 worth of of uh, um, what could have been food. And Temple has, they've raised like the equivalency before, right? This isn't yeah, like they a ra- new thing. Yeah, they raised it, I believe it was 2020 was when they, when they last released. Uh, they moved it up. And um, in my story, I talk a little bit more about how much it went up. And I kind of urged that um, Temple Donning would would do the same that with everything increasing in price that they would do the same thing since students paid a set quote at the beginning of the year for how much um, they'd be paying for their meal plan and for them to not even be able to get meals now anymore. Um, I feel it would only be right for them to move the price up or at least while to uh, adjust with national price branding for now. And is there anything else that students have been saying about this issue? Yeah, um, a lot of them thought it was dumb. Um, some people thought it was just like they can deal with it, but it's annoying. But um, something that I did see um, in some of the comment sections, since I am on the social media, is that some of the people were just upset, like thinking, oh, it's not that big of a deal. But then other people were saying, well, once you add all this money up, like let's say you add a dollar every time, if you get it seven times a week, that's $7. Um, and then you multiply that by the 16 weeks in each semester, like it's going to add up. Um, many people don't think it is like think it's like only a few cents, but it adds up, especially when you're paying all that kind of money. Um, 
people were upset about that. And another student that I talked to, she was uh, included in the story. Uh, she was saying how her and her roommates, it, it, I guess it was maybe a week ago when I interviewed. Um, but for the entire four or five weeks, they had no clue that it was taking two meal swipes. So this entire time they've been going to the end of the week and being without meal swipes. So they only found out when I reached out about it. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah so they had no clue. Yeah, I didn't really know. I didn't know either. The only like I kind of noticed. I mean, I didn't see the sign, but my friend's an RA. So I was in line with her and, you know, they get a meal plan for being an RA. And then they're like, oh, it's it's like a lot of money for Chick-fil-A. Exactly. All of a sudden seeking two meal swipes. Uh, and so you brought it up. But if there's any more anything more to add, uh, what do you suggest Temple should do to avoid this and why? Yeah, so I think at least until the end of the semester, Temple Dining needs to raise the price up to $9.50 for a meal equivalency. Um, this will cost cover the basis for most basic meals now with the price increase. Um, I really like to compare it to that Chick-fil-A sandwich that we, that we were talking about earlier. But at least for this semester, raise the price and then reevaluate next year and see where um, inflation rates are. Um, at the beginning of next semester, just because that's at that time, um, new students, people buying a meal plan, they're going to be paying a certain amount of money. So they want to be like, I feel like they should know um, what they're paying for when they're paying up front like that. And lastly, what was your biggest takeaway from writing this or your last thoughts on the matter? Okay, so this was my first column, first time ever writing an opinion piece. So being able to express my feelings and write in a different way, because I'm usually um, I'm a PR major, so I'm really big into writing feature stories. So I do a lot of features, I guess, in the sports section since I'm associated with them a lot. Um, but being able to write a column and really voice my opinion was something different for me. And it was a good way to kind of like just express myself because um, that's something I don't really do too often. Yeah. And everyone should go check out Chris's. Check out the column. It's online. Obviously, it's in print because it's on the podcast here. But yeah, thank you so much, Chris, for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Olivia. Appreciate it. Thank you so much to our reporters, Samuel, Molly, and Chris, for joining us. You can find the articles in yesterday's print issue of The Temple News and on our online site at temple-news.com. Be sure to check out the podcast on Spotify and The Temple News website. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Olivia Hall, podcast editor for The Temple News, and see you next time on Reprint.